This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. And welcome to the Think Future radio show. My name's Chris Kalabukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep, deep, deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation startups, the future, not necessarily those, and not necessarily in that order. It is show number 40, and today I thought I'd tackle a... Slightly sensitive topic. I don't know how sensitive this topic really is. Because I think everyone is pretty well aware that this is exactly what's happening. But it's interesting how people say, oh, this is the darkest, deepest secret of Silicon Valley. The darkest, deepest secret of Silicon Valley. And that it's that ageism is everywhere. I can't imagine why anybody would think that's the darkest, deepest secret when a prominent VC like Ron Conway stands up on a stage in front of thousands of people and says, I don't think I'd want to invest in anybody over the age of 30. I just don't think that anybody over the age of 30 can come up with new, fresh ideas. When somebody says that out loud on a stage in front of thousands of people and thousands of media... It's not much of a secret now, is it? When you see questions on Quora like, what do you do in Silicon Valley once you've turned 35 and are officially over the hill? That's right, folks. That's exactly what it said. Once you're 35 in Silicon Valley, you are officially over the hill. What do you do? I guess you just hang your head in shame or leave or something like that, right? I mean... You obviously can't provide any more... (coughs) You can't provide any more use. You're not useful anymore. If you can't stay up all night or 80-hour, 100-hour weeks coding and sleeping in your cube and, and beer bashing and partying all night, I guess you're useless. I guess you can't work hard or be innovative kind of reminds me of uh, Logan's Run. You guys remember Logan's Run? Cheesy 70s flick starring Michael York. We were watching that the other day. I don't know why. I found it the other day at uh, Rasputin Music Store um, video store near here because it's not on Netflix or any of those other streaming services. So I, I bought this DVD. It was like six bucks. I took it home. Watch it with my kids on the weekend, and it's, oh my god, it's so much way cheesier than I thought it was going to be. I, I, I completely remember it being cooler than it is, than it was, but it was very cheesy. And if you guys don't know Logan's Run, maybe you're too young, and I don't even know um, if you're familiar with Logan's Run, but basically the way it worked is that it was a future society, it was a dystopian future society, and in the movie, everybody lived in these domes, in this domed city. And everything was wonderful in the domed city. Because everything was controlled by this artificial intelligence 
And the reason why everything was so wonderful in the city and everybody had whatever pleasures they wanted. They even had like an early rendition of Tinder in there. It was really cool. There was one scene where he's like uh, pressing on this control unit and then this this box in the corner would like switch different people. So, oh, I don't like him. Swipe over. I don't like her. Swipe over. Swipe over. You, you could. It was almost like Tinder of the future, except it teleported people directly to you. And if you didn't like them, it would teleport them away. So, yeah, even Logan's Run, it came up with Tinder way back in the 70s. Who knew? But the whole point behind this is that there was a certain number of amount of limited resources in the world. And uh, because those resources were so limited that someone somewhere, and maybe had then encoded into this uh, supercomputer, had decided that humans should only live to the age of 30. At least that's what it says in the movie. In the book, it's to the age of 21. Humans should only be allowed to live to the age of 30 because beyond 30, they've outlived their usefulness and then are just destroyed so that there's more resources for the young. So this whole society was uh, based on this this thing that they have a, called a life clock, but it was a, like a flower that was implanted in your, in your um, hand at birth. And this clock would would uh, change color based on how old you were. So it would start off yellow, and then it would go green, and then it would go red. I forget the sequence of colors, right? I think it was like clear, yellow, green, and then red. And then once it started flashing red, it was like you had your days were numbered. And once it went black, you were supposed to report to these places where you would... Um, in the movie, it was this elaborate ceremony that you had to get to. And in the book, it was these places that were all over the world... There wasn't any dome cities in that book uh, where you would have to submit yourself for death or for sleep. They would put you to sleep painlessly and uh, for the good of society. And if you didn't want to do that, if you decided, you know, screw this, I don't want to do that, I don't want to die, I'm still okay when I'm 30, I would run. And when you'd run, there would these be these people, kind of like the cops, called Sandmen. And what they would do is they would it would they would chase after you and gun you down. So basically, they, I guess they tracked you somehow. They probably tracked you through the little life flower thing on your on your on your palm, which is sort of embedded in your palm, so you couldn't really remove it. And uh, they probably tracked you through that. And then when they found you, they would gun you down in with this super painful weapon. At least it looked pretty painful. And then uh, they would come along and dissolve your body, and that would be it, right? So this society was fairly orderly because everybody who was young got all the resources, and then as soon as you got to a certain age, you'd be killed. Sort of like a, a real-life dystopian version of, you know, death panels, right? Oh, you're, you're 30, you're useless, we're not going to do anything more to you. In fact, you know, they took it, as most science fiction stories do, they take it to an extreme, they say, let's just kill you off so that we don't have to feed you, we don't have to clothe you, we don't have to provide for you. You just drain on the system. You're not providing any new ideas. You're not providing any innovations. You're not doing anything new, different, fresh. You're not taking any risks. Oh, wait a minute. Now I'm segueing into real life. I'm segueing into what people think about older workers in Silicon Valley. I mean, I've seen all sorts of interesting articles on this front, and most of them are very we're fairly well-balanced, but there's some that say, you know what, especially the ones who are written by the younger workers, we don't need any of you stinking older workers. You guys are stuck, you're, you, you can't understand things, you're, you're slow, you fall asleep in meetings, you know, you, 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 just can't, you just can't handle it. You just can't hack the day-to-day startup life. You can't do it. You can't deal with it. 
And then there's the other ones which are like, what are you talking about, man? I mean, we have the experience, we have the know-how, we know exactly what's happening. We won't, mis- re- you know, remake the mistakes that you're making day after day. We can do things in in a third of the time because we have the experience and the know-how to do things, and we can learn. So there's there's thoughts on on both sides, but the reality of the situation is, if you ask me, it has nothing to do with ability, nothing, nothing, because. The programming languages and the tools of today, if you ask me, as someone over <clears throat> 35, are fairly simple. They're a lot easier to learn. It's much more difficult to learn C++ or C or assembly language than it is to learn Ruby or Python. Much more difficult. So I don't think it's a huge stretch to say, listen... They have the ability, or they can gain the ability to learn the other languages. I mean, maybe some people are more sticks in the mud, and they say, you know what, I'm not going to learn. So that's different. That's a completely different issue. There's people who are willing to learn, and there's people who are unwilling to learn. And those people who are unwilling to learn, I understand, sure, don't hire them. If you're unwilling to learn, then, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have a job. Maybe you should be unemployed. You should be willing to learn new things. Life is school. You're always learning new things. You're always expanding your your knowledge base. And especially nowadays, you don't even have to go to school anymore. You just, you know, stay online, you you watch videos, you practice, you do the work, you go to 12-week coding schools and bam, you're out and you're a Rails programmer. I mean, come on. It's not rocket science anymore to become a decent coder. So the reality is, I don't think it's the ability of the individual that's the problem. I don't think that they can't code. I don't think that they can't code circles around some of these younger folks. I think the problem is that they just don't want to hang out with you. I think it's more of a peer group thing. It's like a high school thing. It's a college thing. It's a clique thing. It's like, do we really han- want to hang out with our dad? Because this is the way startups work, right? You're all in the same room. You're working hard together. You play hard. You work hard. You're all together. And who's in the room? A bunch of 20-somethings. Are you going to add a guy in his 40s into that room? Where's a guy in his 40s going to fit into that room? All these 20-somethings are going to say, we don't want this guy around here. That's like hanging out with our dad. Even if he was a cool old guy, I don't even know if I want to hang out with him. So I think it's more of a cultural thing. It's not the fact that they have the ability. They don't have the ability. They have the ability to do the work. They just, they just don't want you around. Now, what's the problem with that? Okay, it's not as big a deal as you think because maybe you don't want to be around them either. Maybe you're looking at this and going, is this really the kind of people I want to be working with? You've got to think of it in both directions, right? It's like, do I really want to work with this group that doesn't consider me an asset to the team, right? You shouldn't have to bend over backwards and say, you know, I have to do whatever I can to be to be thought of as an asset to the team. You are an asset. And if they don't think of you as an asset, then some other company will think of you as an asset. And maybe it's not a startup. Maybe it's a major corporate. <clears throat> or even better, just go on your own. Be an entrepreneur. Start your own startup. Do your own business. Become a consultant. Whatever it is, <clears throat> your age should not stop you from getting a good job or being gainfully employed or making decent money. It's not your ability that's the problem here. It's people who are too narrow-minded to see that your ability rocks. So 
it's not a big secret. Ageism is everywhere, and we just have to deal with it as best we can. There's some people whose minds you cannot change, but there's others who will see that, damn, that guy is a good coder. I don't care if he's 48 years old. He can still kick ass. I want him on my team. And yeah, maybe he has to go home and not hang out at the beer bashes. But you know what? He still gets stuff done on time and under budget, and our project, our products go out the door. So you see what I mean? Look past the age, if you can. But if you can't, then it works both ways. You won't get that kick-ass coder on your team, because he won't want to work with you. Right? That's it for me for today. See you next time, and until then, don't forget to think Future. Future.